The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. There was, there was so much more for you. If you'd have just kept, and it was frustrating because you found that you wanted their success for them more than they yeah. wanted their success. I wonder how our Heavenly Father sometimes looks at His children and saying, I, there's so much more for you. Next on Life Today, best-selling author Andy Andrews challenges us to not overlook the perfect moments in life. Excited. I, I really thank you for being here. I'm leaning in because I want you to know. I'm James Robinson. This is Betty, but we got Andy Andrews. And I'm looking at another one of these incredible books. You know, when we gave the Butterfly Effect book away years ago, it was simplicity, but it was powerful. I mean, the wings of a butterfly, the motion can start a hurricane. And every one of you that think, I'm not important, I'm not significant, I can't make a difference. If a butterfly can move that, with those beautiful little angelic wings, what might we do if we moved in harmony with the power of the Spirit? Well, Andy Andrews, he, he wrote The Noticer and The Noticer. Noticer. What did you think about The Noticer? Oh, wow. I mean, I'm ready for another. And you series. read The Return, too. <laughs> I did. And you're reading it to me. Yeah, I was. She, she is so excited because what did you see in the one that was being noticed? What did you see in that old man? Well, I mean, it's, it's saying, hey, stop. You can be a noticer. You can be a noticer of life and be, be out there doing what God's called you to do. But did this old man not show you a very clear picture of the Holy Spirit speaking Absolutely. through that man Absolutely. as a yielded vessel? Weren't you just hearing God through this very ordinary person Absolutely. that noticed and taught others to notice? Absolutely. And Andy <laughs> Andrews is an amazing writer, isn't he? He is. All right, here's another beautiful book. That is very short. If you don't want to get bogged down, you know, you said James, we got indivisible and it just kind of bogged us down. <laughs> this one won't bog anybody down and it will brighten your day. This one is called The Perfect Moment. And here is his family. And then there's another picture back here, if I can just flip to it, of this beautiful family. And it's right here. It's, in, it's toward the back of the book. And there it is. It's a beautiful family. Would you welcome Andy Andrews to life today? Andy. <laughs> You glad to be back home? I am so glad to be with you guys. Do you like us? Oh, man, I love you guys. And, and uh, Polly and everybody said hi. Austin said to say to Miss Betty and Papa James, hello. I appreciate it. Uh, well, hey, Austin, how you doing? You have the son's name? Adam. Adam, hey, buddy, listen to me. I talk to you a lot, you know, when Austin was with us. And I said to your dad and I said to some guests that we had tonight, you were checking on your brother every day. There was no envy. I know you wanted to be there, but you were so happy for him. And son, that's an incredible trait. And the way you two brothers loved each other, just the way I watched you all communicating, it blessed me. And you and your wife, great, great deposit in those kids. Thank so you. So I'm glad to have you here. Tell me about this book, The Perfect Moment. You know, this book really came out of an experience I had with Austin. And uh, he was a little guy, seven, eight years old. And as, as what we laughingly This refer is before I met him. How old was he yeah. when y'all came to spend time with me? Um, he was, uh, 
he was 13 years old. Yeah, so this when, is seven years before that. Yeah, this was years before yeah. that. And, you know, as we get busy doing what we're doing, and as we get to be adults, some things are not as, um, and not as amazing to us. And we tend to overlook some things, and we tend to say, come on, come on, hurry, hurry, let's go. And, and he, you know, this little boy taught me a lesson about perspective. And it's amazing because this is what Jones does, the noticer. Mm -hmm. You know, he talks right. about perspective. And, and perspective is different from, from perception. You know, what you perceive is what it is. When you walk in a room, you perceive it to be this way. Well, that's the way it is. But your perspective about this room is what, what it means, what it, what it might mean. How, how you see this might take us one way or might take us another way. And... And, and so this day, I was out in the backyard with Austin. It was just, a, to me, a normal time. I'm spending time with my little boy. We're throwing the football. And he says, come on, Dad, let's, you know, let's stand over here, and you be Peyton, and I'll be Eli. And I'm like, all right. You know? and, and he says, oh, we got to turn this way. The sun's going to be. And, and so we're throwing. And finally, you know, we've got a Nerf football. And he says, I'm going long. And I said, OK, go. You know, I throw the Nerf ball. And, and this little skinny kid with elbows and knees is going. And, and he reaches out, and that ball lands like right on his fingertips, and he rolls down in the, on the ground, and he goes, touchdown, touchdown. <laughs> and so I, I'm laughing, and I kind of ease toward him, and I say, okay, throw the ball back. And he says, Dad, wait, do you see? And I said, what? He said, come here, come here. So I walk over, and I said, give me the ball. And he said, Dad, don't. Don't you see? And I said, no, buddy, what? What? He said, Dad, the sun is behind the house now, and it's still light, we can see, but it's not in either of our eyes. It's, it's not too hot out here, and it's not too cold out here, and it's just you and me together. Daddy, it's, it's just perfect. Wow. Hmm. And I thought, oh, my gosh. I... I just flashed on immediately how many things. You know, this was a little moment I provided for my boy. And I flashed on how many things my, my Heavenly Father had provided for me that I had just kind of ignored. And I, 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 I talked to God later that night, and I said, God, I'm, I am embarrassed. I... I have managed to notice a lot of things. I've, I've noticed every wrecked car that was along the road every, as long as I've been driving. I, you, you know, I watch the Weather Channel. I notice every hurricane coming out of the Caribbean. There's bad news coming. I notice that, <laughs> you know. And I, if, the, if somebody leaves chocolate on the couch, I notice that. But, but man, I, I never really noticed the smile behind the chocolate on the little boy's mouth. And I never really took pleasure in that moment that my Heavenly Father provided for me. And, and I realized that this is something that we can do intentionally, guys. We can, we can remind each other and we can teach each other to notice these perfect moments. And what that will do, let me tell you what that does. What that does, that literally lightens our spirits. It makes us easier for the Holy Spirit to communicate with us it makes us more pleasant to be around 
more likable. And because we're more likable and more pleasant to be around, God can use us with people who know who need to know him. And so it, it is a it is an amazing butterfly effect of events that goes. And so we we are very intentional. And now our, our family, some somebody will we have a bunch of perfect moments every every day. You know, so we'll be riding bicycles and somebody say, All right, everybody stop. Come here, come here. What? What? Right now. Isn't this just perfect? We go, yeah, yeah, it is. Okay, it really is. You know, and at dinner, so, you know, sometimes somebody will say, oh, wait, wait, what? I say, right now, with all of us here, isn't this just perfect? And, and we're noticing them. Man, it's just Well, it's awesome. not only perfect moments, those perfect moments to me can become treasures. Exactly. You know, Pre in precious our moments. Precious moments. Because I can, as you're talking, I can remember so many times as our kids were growing up, you know, and today they're grown. We have a great grandson now, and just uh, our granddaughter can post you a picture. You don't look like you could have a great <laughs> Now, James looks like he could have a great grandson, but you don't look like But our granddaughter will really post, post a picture of him on Facebook. My whole I can feel it. My whole face just yeah. lights up. To me, that's a perfect moment. It's a. It's really a God moment. It is. With it the is. iPhone, you can capture some of those yeah. perfect moments. And, you, we, and we're you, getting to see that a lot. I can, mm -hmm. I can remember uh, growing up myself, and I didn't come, our family, we had what we needed. My dad worked hard. We didn't have a big house. But you know, some of the things that I remember is all of us being around the table for dinner right. and getting so tickled and laughing that dad would have to send us away from the table one at a time so the others could eat because the other one was, and then bring us back. You know, those, those were perfect moments yeah. when I think about it. Precious memories. Because those perfect moments become those precious memories and we can, we can build on those. We, because, you know, there, there is a, a world in which we live that people, it, it, it's, it's awful that people look at us sometimes and think, what, I, why do I want what they have? I think we need to display what we have in our spirits and in our smiles and our attitudes. And, and, mm. and of course, it's easy to say have a good attitude, but it's much easier to have a great attitude when you're having a great Absolutely. time and when you're noticing mm. the things that, that are that are provided well, in that way. That are too often unnoticed. What I was thinking a while ago, notice the unnoticed, and all of a sudden I'm hearing the Lord say, most people feel like they're unnoticed. Right. So That's when true. you notice those who feel unnoticed and they are unnoticed, start noticing them and begin to be involved because you care about that person that's right. been overlooked. And I think that's what our viewers have found indescribable joy doing for years. We see an impossible situation. We see an unnoticed person, a person that's overlooked, and we're not overlooking them because God doesn't. And all of a sudden we begin to express the heart of God. Right. Now, is that in line with what you're hoping will happen? Uh, or am I just the goofy one that's no, going to read no, your book? That's, that is absolutely in line with it. You know, because one of the things that Polly and I try to talk to the boys about, and this, this, I, this is another book. This, I've got a book called The Seven Decisions, and you've seen that. And The Seven Decisions, I'm talking about specific principles. This is one of these principles, okay? But one of the things that I talk to people about is, is finding the heart of God. That's what I was just talking about. Okay, and so, so I'm in right, line. Right. So, th so think about this now. It, it, do we believe? Now, th now think, Do we believe in God? Yes, we do. Okay. Do we believe that God wants His best for us? 
I know oh, he yes. does. I know he does. Yes, we, yes, he says he, he wants his best for us. Okay, well now, you're a human being. Do you want the best for you? Yeah, I, I really do. Okay, all right, so let me ask you this. Now, this is a good question. Do you believe that God has a better imagination than you? Mm -hmm. I, I think yeah. he probably does. And so I wonder if what we imagine as the best and what God imagines as his best for us, I wonder if that's two different things. Have you ever, have you ever had with, with a child or somebody you love that much or an adult child and they were, they were set off on a task and you knew, boy, this could be really big for them. This could be good for their life or their career. And you watched them and then they, they reached a point and they just stopped and you were like, wait, you... You could, you could have kept going here. There was, there was so much more for you. If you'd have just kept, and it was frustrating because you found that you wanted their success for them more than they yeah, wanted their yeah. success. I wonder how our Heavenly Father sometimes looks at His children and saying, I, there's so much more for you. Mm -hmm. if, I, I, you know, we don't want God to roll his eyes at us. No, right? and, and right? I, I think he cares about our dreams. Yeah. Exactly. And you know, you heard me share something we back here visiting before we came out, that it's one thing to be excited about our own dreams, because I think God is too, just like you were talking about the dad or the parents looking to the kids and saying, won't you come on, get the best. We want the best for you. And this father knows best, knows how to deliver best. But what I found great, incredible, indescribable joy in, is not just trying to get my dreams fulfilled, but focusing on his dreams. And what I found as I look back through my life, the more I focused on what I believe to be the vision and dream of God, the more my dreams were fulfilled because I focused on his. Now, most of my lifetime dreams personally are fulfilled. So my full focus, other than watching our grandchildren grow up and praying about them, is saying, God, what's on your heart? Let me be in on it. And I have an idea. That's going to be the most exciting journey that I've had on this planet as long as I've been here. And I think if all of us would lose our dreams somewhat in the will of the Father, we'd be amazed at what we would notice, what we would see, and how things would become more meaningful and how we could make a more profound effect because of it. You know, I, I listen to that and to what you just said. Is that crummy or is it need another book? No, no, I listen to what you said and that is so right. But I, I gotta tell you, I, 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 you know, I so admire you two. You know, my wife thinks you, she, you remind her of her dad. I, I, was he I, a good guy? Oh, yeah. Oh, but I mean, sometimes I, I feel like, you know, James is better than I am. Uh, you know, because I, 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 I I want to I want to want God's dream, you know. It, but I, I got if I'm totally honest, I, I struggled for years with this. I would be literally like praying, God, I want Your will. I want Your will to be in. Like Lord, whatever Your will is, that's what I want. And then I'd literally get up and I, I'd kind of think, uh, but but man, don't don't touch my boys, because if something happens to my boys, we're gonna have a problem. I really would. And I'd say, Lord, I want your will. Lord, I really want whatever your will for my life is, I want your will. And, and I would also like a boat at some time, just at some time. <laughs> and I, I couldn't stop it. I couldn't stop. And then I, I read in Psalms, I read in Psalms, you know, God said David was a man after his own heart. And I read a prayer that David prayed, and it totally changed my prayer life. And here's what David prayed. D David said, God, help me to want your will mm -hmm. so I can follow yeah. you more closely. Yeah, and I thought, boy, that's me. Lord, please. I, I'm so aware. Sometimes I don't even want it. I want to want it. That's it. Lord, help me to mm -hmm. want your will because mm -hmm. I want to see God's dreams come true too. That's good.
That's good. This Weaver's wrote another book or two here. You know? <laughs> Do you all enjoy this guy? Do you like Andy Andrews? He's just, he is a noticer. <clears throat> He's a pursuer. And you break down really difficult subjects into simple, thought-provocative images. And I just want to thank you for that. I think you're a treasure. If you have not, let me just say this, and, and you had no idea I'd do this. The Noticer, The Noticer Returns, what was the other book you just referred to? Uh, seven. seven Decisions. Sorry, which other book? Did the, the, the Traveler's Gift. The, the, the Traveler's Gift was probably your first bestseller. Was that right. probably the yes, first? Sir. Sorry. Are those all still available? Oh, yeah. Could oh, you yeah. go to Amazon and find them? Absolutely. Or would it be easier to go to your website and order them from you? No, it makes no difference. In other words, if you if you if they got them from you, would you get more money from it than if you got the royal? You know, don't worry about no, that. No, I am worried about it. No, I care. No, I, this is my no, burden. God, me, God cares me, about you. I appreciate that so much. But my my thing is, I want people to have the books. So that's it. That's what I'm trying to do. For you. Now but, let me but tell I you this. care about you. Okay. If you, if you go to my website, okay. If you if you go to andyandrews.com, I do a podcast every week. It's free. Uh, there's a uh, you can click on a thing get four free parenting videos. So I'm more concerned about taking care of you than you are right <laughs> now. People can get them. I want you to buy Andy's books, and let me tell you why. I want I want to bless Andy and this family because they're a fabulous family, and this guy's a seeker and a noticer, and he loves to share it. And I mean, he's a wonderful communicator in virtually any setting. But here's the deal: the books will bless the reader. Absolutely. Am I right? Absolutely. It will bless you. This man has a gift to bless you. So those are the names of the books. You can go to Amazon, Andy Andrews. I hope you get everything he's got. And you know what? And I may tell you when we slip out, but I'm going to send the noticer and then those returns to a very well-known person that everybody in the Metroplex loves and prays for. And I felt like the Lord told me as I'm praying for him with great love for him that the Lord said if he reads the noticer, He's going to begin to notice more clearly what he needs to see. Wow. So we're going to send him the book. I may have you write him a note. Okay. All right, and we'll send it to him. But see, what I was thinking, just, just, just join with me here. I was thinking about what could I give somebody that I love. I prayed for and prayed with, and I want to minister to him. I want to give him something Andy's got. I think if you get these books, now, now listen to me, read them, or even when you get it, you're going to know where it goes. And here's another one. And this is in the bookstores right now, the perfect moment, okay? And I'll tell you what, Andy, we've done this before, but we're drilling water wells right now, and you've helped us. You've right. helped us do virtually everything God's put on our heart. You and that your wife and family has said us. we really want to do that. But look, we're going to give this book to any of you who will just give a cup of water. You just say, James, I'm going to be a miracle in somebody's life by giving them fresh, clean water. And you'll actually do it for the rest of their life. And it's so simple. Watch closely because I think your heart's going to leap with the possibility and opportunity to do it. Poon Mom may not know what killed her son, but we do. And it wasn't an evil spirit. It was the last thing Poon Mom would expect, the water from the family pond. 
trong chân đầy lực hơn chạy This is the story of Pun Mom, but it's not just her story. It's the story of countless others here in Cambodia. And while we can and do educate those here about the death in their water, education alone cannot save them when they have no other water source. However, with your help, fresh, life-saving water can become their source. You know, as we watch the little kids here at the end drinking the water, the clean water, and you think about what it would have done for that mother that we first saw. Yeah, you know, James, a mother feels so responsible. She loves her child so much. She she does all that she can do, these mothers, but they, they take them to the only water source that they have, knowing that that water, James, could, could possibly kill their children. But what do you do? They have to have water in their bodies. And so this mother's just feeling the load of not knowing what to do, but yet she knows there's something that must we must be able to do. And that's where we can step in and make the difference. We can can drill those water wells that, that will last them a lifetime, and then the children can come and drink the fresh water. Well, we can't actually do it. It is just as what Jesus referred to, that if you give just a cup of water in my name, you won't lose your reward. And a lot of people, I think, unnecessarily waste a lot of time trying to determine what's going to be the reward if I do this. That powerful passage of giving and it'll be given unto you, pressed down, that powerful passage is preceded by giving with no thought of return as the greatest, perhaps, expression of love. You're not giving thinking about what you're going to get. Our pastor, Robert Morris, who's teaching on hearing God, he began teaching on the blessed life that has grown one of the fastest growing churches in history and one of the largest now in the United States and one of the most influential worldwide. And he said, the blessed life is not getting it about getting. It's getting it about giving. First, giving all to God and giving him the first fruit of all your increase and keep God as the overseer of all that he's entrusted to your watch care and you will find the blessing by being a blessing. So when Jesus says, you just give a cup of water, you won't lose your reward. How about we leave it in the hands of God to determine the reward? I'm telling you, for Betty and me, just to see those children drinking that water and it's clean and to know the mothers are happy and their hearts aren't being broken, that's all the reward we need. We're not looking for a money tree. We're not looking for a cash flow to suddenly come our way. We're saying, look at that. Look at that. And the viewers of life today, God bless you. You say, thank you for giving us an opportunity to be a part of a miracle. That's what we're asking you to do right now. 500 more wells this year. We drill them one well at a time in 15 nations. Could you drill a well? I believe if you can, you will. And I believe you will do it with a grateful heart and a joyful heart. So $4,800 is still the average gift of a well. $48 toward that well will give 10 people. When you break it down, 10 people basically water the rest of their life. Could you do that? That's how most of the income comes. It comes from people who give $48 to give water to 10, 
or they give $144 to give water to 30. Those are the numbers that come in. But if you can give 1,200, pray, Lord, get three more to join me. Or 2,400, Lord, send another person to join me here. God will hear your prayers and you're sowing seeds of blessing. Can you do it? If you can drill a well, I believe you will. But your $48, it means a whole lot to mothers like those you just heard and like that one with a broken heart. Lifetoday.org, go online right now. Use your bank card like a check, that's how you use them. Or dial the number, it's a prayer line, but also it's a helpline. You call, you say, here's my gift. We have some gifts to send you. The book by our pastor, Robert Morris Frequency, tuning in to hear God, hearing God. A beautiful journal to go with it. A beautiful pen with the names of God and scripture, scriptural truth on it. That'll be a blessing to you as you journal. Also the beautiful bronze majesty to say thank you for doing what God put on your heart. Thank you for giving just a cup of water. In this instance, together, a well of water for his glory. Thank you for doing it. Every day, children living in extreme poverty are forced to make a dreadful choice. Drink filthy, polluted water filled with deadly disease or die from thirst. No child should ever be faced with this decision. The good news is there is a solution. Mission Water for Life is one of the most proven and viable demonstrations of God's love in the world today. Suffering can end because clean water changes everything. With your gift today, you can help establish and drill 500 water wells in remote villages in over 15 different nations. Your gift of $24 will help provide clean water for five people. A gift of $48 will help provide for 10. $72 will provide for 15 people. And $144 will help provide fresh water for 30 people for a lifetime. With your gift, we would like to send you Pastor Robert Morris' new book, Frequency. As you read, you'll discover how to hear God's voice, receive direction for your life, and experience a deeper connection with God. With your gift of $100 or more, you'll also receive the Hearing God Daily Journal and Scripture Pen, a wonderful way to record what God is impressing on your heart and a beautiful keepsake for your daily prayer time. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,200 to help provide water for 250 people or a gift of $4,800 to help sponsor a complete well and you may request our beautiful Majesty Bronze Sculpture. Please call, write, or make your gift online today. Well, in addition to Robert's book on uh, frequency, Hearing God, this will open your eyes. This, this is a very simple read, but it's, a, it's, it's inspiring. I think that it, it will help you experience what Andy's hoping you experience a perfect moment. And I think that perfect moment will be in some way, very obviously in the presence of God. Andy, I love you, appreciate you. Would you tell Andy Andrews thanks again for coming to life tonight? Thanks for being our friend. Thanks for helping so many people. Thank you for watching Life Today. Please, please, for your benefit and to bless others, go to the stream every day, stream.org. Make it your home page.
Jay found his wife, Catherine, unconscious from a massive brainstem stroke. Miraculously, she survived and now shares her message, Hope Heals. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.